0: This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland.
1: It's Corona time. The coronavirus. COVID outbreak. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Forced quarantine. Global coronavirus. Your attention, please. My crew, please prepare for takeoff.
2: Over the next six weeks, you'll get to hear how the coronavirus pandemic is playing out on six different continents, including Antarctica. This week, COVID abroad, we're going on an adventure to Western Europe. We are visiting a country which is bordered by the Netherlands, Germany, Luxembourg, France, and the North Sea. Uh, It covers an area of 30,000 kilometres and has a population of 11.5 million people, with its capital city being Brussels. We are, of course, talking about Belgium.
0: Now, currently, Belgium has almost 43,000 active cases of coronavirus, with a 64% recovery rate, but a 36% of cases ending in fatality since the first case on February 15th of this year. Now today, we're going to hear from Orda Hendricks, a 22-year-old film student who's currently living in Antwerp, one of Belgium's major cities. How are you, Orda?
1: Hey, Gabby, I'm fine.
0: (laughs) It's so good to hear from you. For those of you who don't know, Orda and I studied abroad together in Denmark, so we know each other.
2: i got a question for you, Orda. In Antwerp, the average number of daily infections are increasing by 77% compared to the last week. Are you and your family doing okay at the moment?
1: Uh, yeah, we're all fine. Um, last week, my brother's girlfriend was sick, so it was a little bit stressful, but it's all fine right now. So
0: That's really, really good. Now... Antwerp has now introduced a nighttime curfew running from 11.30pm to 6am with a 1,600 euro dollar fine. Now, for those of you who can't translate euro to Australian dollars like myself, that's 2,642 Australian dollars. Now, you either get that or a 14 days in prison for those who break that curfew. Orda, how has that adjustment been for you and the youth of Antwerp?
1: Well, um, it's pretty weird. It's like you're 15 years old again. Because it's the first time since I was 15 that I have like a time hour when I need to get home. But it's not from my mom right now. It's just from the government. So it's pretty weird. But yeah. I don't know. I don't have any problems. Are you
0: still able to go about freely in your everyday life? Like I've seen on social media, you're still going out on hikes with your friends and things. Is that still okay?
1: Yeah, because um, those strict rules, it's only like in the province of Antwerp. So when I was going for a hike, it was like in the south of Belgium and the rules there are not that strict. So it's fine.
2: So Gabby obviously informed me today that apparently your country hasn't had a formal ruling party and then there's a big debate around if the curfews are legal or not and if the governor has the authority to force people off the streets. Do you think the curfew is for the greater good and fair or do you think that is an unlawful breach of your freedom?
1: Of course you have a feeling that um, they're taking away your freedom but you know it's for a good reason so um, I'm not complaining about it. Maybe I am complaining about it but... I'm not going to complain about it on the internet like all the other Belgian people. So I'm fine with it, but I don't like it.
0: Yeah, of course. And once again, it is for the greater good. Belgium does have a population of 11.5 million. Considering how large Belgium is, and specifically Antwerp, because it's considered a large city, do you think that the original lockdown laws at the beginning of the year were lifted too early, thus leading to your second wave?
1: Uh, While we were in Denmark, the rules here were pretty hard. When I came back, like, in mid-June, I think, I could already see 10 people every week. Because in Belgium, we work with a system, they call it, like, bubbles and... um, we could see each week 10 different people and like two weeks later, it was already raised to 15 people. So I think that was way too early and now we live in bubbles of five. So the next four weeks, I can only see like five different people where I don't need to keep distance and I don't need to wear a mouth mask with. So that's pretty sucky, but yeah.
2: So obviously being a young film student like Gabby and I, um, how has the coronavirus interrupted your studies and application for jobs?
1: Well, it sucks. It totally sucks because um, a lot of my friends are graduated in June and apparently nobody can find, like, a good job. It's also hard to find, like, um, another study. So um, I found another study, but apparently it's not going to start in September because of the coronavirus. And now I'm working in a grocery store and it sucks so much.
0: Now, Ora, what is something that you wish your government was doing differently?
1: Definitely communication, because... Um, The Belgian government is not that good at communication. They change their minds all the time, so it's pretty difficult.
0: Yeah, no, I can only imagine how difficult that would be.
2: Oh, yeah. It's it's something we have a problem with here too sometimes.
0: Finally, what do you miss most about pre-corona world and what is the first thing that you will do once this pandemic is over?
2: Probably
1: traveling to Australia. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm glad to hear that you'll be joining us down under eventually, order even if it's only for a brief time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we will see about that. <laughs> well, I
0: hope you stay safe over there in Belgium. Order. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: No problem. See ya. Today's world is more competitive. Challenges are more complex. Industries more rapidly changing. Employers more demanding. You need to think bigger. Act. Faster, work smarter. And to do it, you need to be more than skilled, more than relevant, more than qualified, more than confident, more than employable. Become more with the University of Southern Queensland, the number 1 uni for graduate employment in Queensland. Apply now at usq.edu.au.